Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by the Boyle Sports app. Cash out and in-play betting available in the App Store and Google Play Store. All right, it is half seven on a Thursday, so John Giles is in studio for the evening. 53106 is the text number if you have any questions for John. I wish you were here during the news round. You could have backed me up on, on the love of musicals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ken, Ken, these modern it. footballers are uneducated and unappreciative <laughs> of the arts. Oh, I was, my mother was into music. My father was as well. And like in the old days, I'd come up in Dublin, working class, and used to have the Hoolies, Nathan. And everybody was expected to do a number, you know. All right. Yeah, and, and good. You know, they were in the markets area. Some dreams, but they were, they were expected to do it. See, in those days, it didn't have, like, uh, music that we have today. Mm. And uh, they only had, nobody had a record. I remember my mother getting the first record player. Right. Radio was the big thing. What year would that have been? That would have been, when I was brought up in the 40s, so that would have been, like, 1945, 46, 47, 48, up to the 50s. Yeah. Uh, and the Hoolies were the, were the big thing. But they got all... They could all do a number. Yeah. Really, really good, you know. More, not of the day, like those days, I mean, Nat King Cole and Perry Como and Al Jolson. And, but they all knew, the, they knew all the, all the stuff. And was that your mum would be up singing? My mother. Yeah. My mother was very shy, but she would, uh, she was, she was. Uh, um, what was the party piece? Uh, her party piece was. Um, I'm putting you on the spot now. Yeah. Uh, what was the comedian with the hat, the, the uh, English lad? You're putting me in the spot now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Tommy uh, Cooper. Hmm? Ah, it was no, before, no, 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 not Tommy. No, not Tommy. Not Tommy Cooper. Uh, ah, we'll come back to it. I'll we'll come back, back to it. it but uh, yeah, but uh, you were talking about musical Charlie one and Showboat was a musical at the time, you know. Right. And uh, but the, the, all, the, all the all the people. Fan of? Hmm? West Side Story. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite musical. Oh yeah. Yeah, Showboat was my second uh, favorite. But the but the people around the, the our area at that time would know all those songs right. at the time, and they always they always had. You know, my mother's was "Don't laugh at me because I'm a fool." <laughs> you ever hear that one? "Don't no. laugh at me because I'm a fool." Uh, it was it was one of the Norman Wisdom was the, was the comedian, right. and Norman Wisdom was a good singer. You know, he was yeah. a top comedian, but he had a few hits. But that was one of them. Anyway, she liked uh, Norman Wisdom singing. You like a bit my of father was a, My father was a, was a was a Bing Crosby man. Right. That's my mother, was, from, my mother was a Frank Sinatra one. <laughs> my father hated Frank Sinatra. Where did you fall down? Uh, I probably would have gone with Bing a bit. You know, I was more knocking call at the time, though. Yeah. Perry Como, and, uh, rather than either of those. There'd be no rouse over it. But the, uh, <laughs> It'd be a talking point. We better get on to the football, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really only one place to start. Your former club, Leeds United, have yeah. been across all the headlines this week. And the pretty remarkable story, Marcelo Bielsa and that brilliant press conference in many ways yeah. yesterday. Firstly, the start of all this, it came from uh, a member of the Leeds United staff being found spying on Derby County ahead of the game last week. Yes. Do you have any issue with spying on opposition training sessions? I don't think, I, I, well, to be honest, in my day now, I never heard of it, uh, Nathan, and I, I wouldn't agree with it uh, anyway. Mm. I mean, I never did it, I never thought of doing it, wouldn't believe in doing it. Uh, I think the actual spying thing is exaggerated. I don't mean what he did is exaggerated, but the actual spying on the, on the team on the Friday night is exaggerated. The benefits. The benefits, very, very much so, uh, Nathan. I think it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and I, I, I don't agree with what he did. And his response to it, as we know, has been, uh, I've always done it. And uh, what he did yesterday was very, very clever with the news, news lads, news, newspaper lads, where he showed them that he'd, he'd known Derby watched them six or seven or eight times before 
So fifty-one times he said they had analysed and fifty-one games. Yeah. So you'd have to, I'd have to say to him, well, why, why do you bother going down on a Friday to see them if you know everything about them? What's the point to it? There's no gain in it. You know what I mean? Well, he almost said. I think in some ways he admitted that himself. He said even the analysis of watching fifty-one games, and he said each of those fifty-one games took four hours yeah. of analysis. He said. It, 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 it doesn't come to anything, but he just doesn't feel as if he's no, properly prepared if that work hasn't been put in. He's right in what he does, because mm. you, you don't know what you're missing or not missing until you actually see it. I can understand why he's, why he's doing it, but if it, if with the experience that he's had over the years and it counts to little or nothing, then you'd have to say in this day and age, well, why do you do it? You know, well, what he's saying is, well, where I come from, it was, it was, it's not, it's not, it's not illegal, mm. but, but it's, but it's not. To be honest, I never, I never ever thought of doing it uh, when I put it, and, it, and I didn't believe in watching the opposition all that much. Anyway, so w- would you have done any opposition analysis? Yeah, very little, very little, because what would you have liked to have known? Hmm? What would you have liked to have known ahead of a game about the opposition? Well, f- the main thing you know is from corner kicks, free kicks what they do that's uh, right like no matter what you knew about in my day i knew played against bobby charlton on a regular basis i knew what bobby charlton could do how do you stop him do you know what i mean like i played against Darbest and charlton in my leeds days you knew what they could do but how do you stop them that's what great players do mm. it's exaggerated and, and my take on, on football when i played and in, in management i i played with leeds for 12 years and 11 years under don revy after 11 years, and Don really was great for detail, one of the best organised teams ever, right? At the 11th year, we were still didn't have it right. We were still learning, right? That, that was with a great team who yeah. were winning trophies, right? And the point I'm making there is that, uh, for example, we played Swansea in the Cup one year. They were in the fourth division. And on the Friday, of course, their, their coach who came up to us and said, I've seen weakness in the Leeds team, right? What about the weakness in your own team? <laughs> See, my take on it always was, if, if our, all the only team you have control of is your own team, mm. right? So if you get the t- your team doing everything that you want to do, you will naturally expose the weakness in the opposition. So there's no great point in concentrating on the weakness of the opposition if you've got weaknesses yourself. Put them right. Yeah. Put them right. And of course, I, 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 you have to watch the opposition. And you'd, well, in my day, you'd know them because you played, with, played against them year after year. You respect them. And definitely, definitely corner kicks, free kicks, throw-ins. But you've played against them the year before. Now. There's no great secret mm. in it. Do you know what I mean? I, get, I guess in the championship in particular, even though Bielsa says he's done this throughout his career, managers change so quickly, players change yeah. so quickly that from season to season there can be quite a turnover. It, the team you play, the derby team of this year under Frank Lampard is very different to a year ago. Well, is it? You know, see, this is the point I'm making. Of course, they have different players and new players. But, I mean, there's nothing so startlingly different in football. You know, like it's about players, about good players, what they mm. do. On the day, and if you like, if you're if I'm playing against Bobby Chanton, I know what Bobby Chanton's going to do, right? Stop him, and he does something else. Like this is what makes good players. I mean, if it was that stereotyped that you say that Joe Bloggs does that, we'll stop him doing that. Like Messi playing, look, Messi. Everybody knows how Messi plays. They played against him time and watched him time after time at the time, but they can't stop him. But the, the whole general point, what I felt on here playing football, get your all team in order, right? And I'm saying I played with Leeds for eleven years under Don Revy. And up to the last day, he was there. We still didn't get it right, mm. 100%. So you, you never get your, well, I, you, you, very few managers get their own team right without 
worrying about the opposition. Of course, you've got to respect the opposition. And if you're playing against, I played against Tony Hately, for example, who's great in the air. Of course, you're going to mark him from corner kicks. You know that. Mm. Throw ins. You have to be quick, and, and you, but you know that before you go out. But you have to concentrate. Now you have to concentrate. What, what are we doing? Are we doing everything right? No. Let's put everything right that we can. Then you take on the opposition. There's only one ball on the pitch, Nathan. And if you do all the things you want to do right, you will naturally expose the weaknesses in the opposition. So, like, last week, I don't, I don't think he was right to do what he did. I think he was clever in the way he responded to it by saying, I didn't do anything illegal. Uh, but it would be against the, the, the spirit of the game. Now, I saw Martin, Martin Cohen talking in the paper today where he said he was, you know, I think he was a bit disgusted about it. It's about the, 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 uh, the game and, and, and being fair. And at the same time, he's admitting when he played, he did a few things that weren't exactly right. Yeah, where do you the draw pitch. the line? Well, the, where's the draw the line now? What about the driving and, 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 and messing about? Mm. I'll tell you what, he does have to learn the Leeds manager to, to, to control his team from corner kicks and free kicks where they're, they're one of the most ill-disciplined team that I've ever seen with pulling and pushing and they're going to pay the price for it one, yeah. of, the, one of these days. I think he should concentrate on that rather than and he'd learn more and win more matches from, uh, with that than looking at the opposition. Well, I did wonder on that side of it whether yesterday was interesting because he basically revealed Derby's tactics for 51 games to the entire world, but revealed very little actually about Leeds and what he does. There's not that, honestly, I know I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but there's, there's very little that you'd learn mm. from the opposition in tactics. Do you know what I mean? There's so much made of tactics now, it's totally exaggerated. Now. When you go out on the pitch, there's a ball there and you have to play. Right? You can come out with a tactic, but tactics and for footballers and what the great players are made of is doing what's right in that particular incident. You know? mm. Now, obviously, if they've got a big centre forward and that and there's corner kicks, you've got to be aware of that and you've got to come. But the actual play, and I read it, see about and hear about tactics, got to change their tactics. Right? I've seen a match one time where the, the, this team was playing rubbish, there were three down at half time, uh, and it came to one of the, 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 the analysts at half time. What, and they were passing the ball, although they were kicking the ball out of play, doing all sorts of things wrong. What have they got to do? Well, they've got to put another player in the middle of the field. They've got to push the fullback forward. Well, they didn't have to. They had to play with the ball. They had to actually pass the ball to each other. Mm. That's the tactic. You know, obviously you've got to have a, 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 a formation. You've got the fullbacks and the But that, that's, is that a tactic? Or is the extra man in the middle of the field a tactic? You've still got to go and play. Play the ball. You know, yeah. play ball. So there's, there's too much made, I think, of the tactics. I mean, Derby, uh, like everybody knows, and what he, what, what, he, what he did was very clever. Actually, I think he, the, the journalists enjoyed what he was doing because he was pointing out what Derby do and didn't do, and I think they were fascinated by that, which is great. But he knows that. He doesn't have to go spying on them to do it. And if Derby do, do, do a certain thing, I mean, again, you go back to, to the, the great Barcelona team when uh, Messi and, uh, and all these guys were great players. How do you stop them? You know, mm. how do you stop Bobby Charlton and Dennis Long from, how do you stop them? Because if you do that, they do something else. That's what great players do. There isn't any one way of doing it. You know, th that's what great players do. They, 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 they understand the situation very, very quickly, adapt to the situation. Uh, you say, Bobby Charlton said, you put him, send him down the right side on his right foot, on his left foot. 
Do you not give yourself every chance, though, say, with the level of detail that is available and the fact that every match is now videoed, that I guess yesterday in some ways was a show of strength of how hard he works, that he's ruling out. So you say, like, and he would have come up, say, against Barcelona, and you mentioned that after losing yeah. to Barcelona, Pep Guardiola said, you know more about my players than I do. Maybe that backs yeah. up your point that he, he still lost the game. Lost game but that you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're ruling out. So you, you come up with 50 different ways to stop Messi, Iniesta and Xavi. And if Barca find a 51st, you say, fine. But they're not going to run all over us. They're not going to do what they usually do. They'll come up against something different they when they play them, us. They beat them 3 yeah. 0 on today. I think what he was saying as well, that if he doesn't do this, he's actually bored. Mm. And he feels that he's not doing. Uh, he's right in many ways because uh, you, no matter what, what, if you look at a match and you say, well, I saw that team playing 10 times before, it doesn't mean you don't learn something from the 11th match. Mm. And I think that's what he was trying to say. You know, I, he was saying, I've seen all these teams before. I've had them on the thing, but there might be something. And if there's something that I'm missing, I can't rest. Yeah, I won't I sleep at night if, there's, if I think there's something out there that's yeah, available. It's a bit of an illness really, yeah. in many ways. It's, it's, it's an addiction. You, you know what I'm saying? Because like, he, he can't rest till he, till he actually sees it. And when he sees it, he says, well, I haven't learned anything there, which is okay. As long as you don't, you don't have to overdo it. You don't have to have people spying uh, in the trees yeah. to see what they're doing. When you've watched them, 10 times, Nathan. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? But he's saying, what he's saying is, I can't help myself from yeah. doing it. That's, that's what he's actually saying. In other words, he's saying, there's no great benefit in it. We didn't get any benefit from it, uh, because we knew what he would do. Yeah. But my personality is such, and my mind is such, that I'm bored, or I feel that I'm, I should be doing it. It's a bit of an illness in certain ways. Yeah. I can understand what he's saying, because, you know, like when you're in management, obviously, I've, I've, when I was in management, I'd be watching, say, uh, Manchester City play and you'd say, well, nothing, nothing I really learned there. But I've watched it. So there's a peace of mind about it, just in case you have. Now, he's carried that to the extreme, extreme levels, yeah. real extreme, you know. But, like, but when they talk about, well, you know, cheating and that in the game, uh, is it cheating? Well, it's not right. They shouldn't be doing it. But what he's learning and benefiting from is, is very, very little. When you consider what actually is happening to his own team, Nathan, I'll tell you, I'll guarantee you in the next few weeks, they will lose a couple of penalty kicks. That could be vital to them. Because they're the most Ill -dis one of the most disciplined teams I've seen playing for grabbing and yeah. doing, 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 doing that. They're doing it very, very badly uh, and they'll be found out. Now, what I would say in, 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 in the overall thing, he should be concentrating on that. Stopping that in his own team, he can control that and stop that. Whereas he's, he's letting that go, and he's watching the match that he, the team that he knows everything about. Mm. Anyway, so it's, I would say we should prioritise what his own team are doing, or certainly not doing yeah. in terms of discipline. It's obviously going very well for them in the championship. They're four points clear at yeah. the top. What's the word that you're hearing around Leeds for Bielsa? There's, I, I get the sense there's a, a lot of love from him, probably oh. particularly after this, a bit of a, a siege mentality for the rest of the season. It will, and, and, and where he's been very clever in doing this particular thing, he's admitted it. He hasn't tried to cover it up. What he's saying was, I do, I've always done it. There's nothing illegal in it, and I'm not learning that much from it anyway. Now, again, I don't think he should be doing it. You know, I think there should be a law that it is illegal in, in football. Uh, to do it, yeah, you know. But anyway, yeah, but, but how from, he's from doing? I was at Leeds last season. week. I was up at right. Leeds last week, Nathan, because uh, Eddie Gray got in touch with me to go to. The, the, they're doing stones around the Billy okay. Bremner. Uh, About the former players, some of the former. Yeah, my, my well, they put my thing down, and then supporters buy 
into the stuff, whatever, I don't know exactly how it works. But I went up. It's always nice to go to Leeds and see Eddie and Peter uh, and a few of the lads. And uh, I was doing a bit for the radio, local radio. And I was up there at two o'clock to meet somebody to because the movie. And there was nobody there at two o'clock. There was three lads there. Oh, that's great. They're here on time. There were three Irish lads. There was loads of Irish over. Back over, at, yeah. At the, and and the, the atmosphere around Leeds is unbelievable. Now that they're looking like they're doing something. Well, they are doing something, not looking like they're doing it, which is very, very good. So there's a great atmosphere around the place. I think they had, what, 38, 39,000 there. Yeah, it's remarkable, isn't at it? At the match last week. Oh, they, were, they were great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Plenty more to talk about. 53106 is the text number. John Giles in studio live with us this evening. Do get in touch. Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by the Boyle Sports app. Cash out and in-play betting available in the App Store and Google Play Store. All right, John Giles is live in studio. We're on all our social channels. You can leave a comment there if you have any questions for John or 53106 on text. I want to talk about Declan Rice because we've spoken about him a lot over the last six months regarding eligibility. Will he, won't he play for Ireland? And probably actually haven't spoken that much about him as a player and what he's doing. And, well, he's front and centre now after scoring his first Premier League goal against Arsenal last weekend. Gets the Man of the Match award. He's been linked with Manchester City, Manchester United. Suddenly it seems as though he's the future of... English football of the Premier League, 50 million quid. Is he all that from what you've seen? I think so. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a shame we didn't qualify him. Uh, did Martin have an opportunity to qualify him? He did, but in, in fairness to O'Neill, I think he said that he played him in three games, three friendlies, yeah. but that he didn't want to hold him hostage, basically, and say, I'm putting you out if you're not ready. So yeah. now it may. <laughs> At the time, I think O'Neill felt he was doing ah, no, the right no, no, thing, no, and it's hard well, to disagree with that. that but, these uh, principles, all right. I wouldn't necessarily agree with them because the way the game is, it's uh, you know you take your chances as as, as you go along. Uh, he was always going to be an outstanding player, uh, Nathan, and he's proven to be an even better player than than he, he promised to be. Uh, What's been, he got? Well, he, first of all, he's he's a very good footballer. He's very very strong physically, lad. Physical lad who's playing in the middle of the field mm. and playing very, very well. Uh, now, I think if you, if you were picking him in the best position, he'd definitely be centre-back. Okay. But, but because he's so valuable, he's a bit like Brian Robson, right? I played with Brian Robson as young at West mm. Brom. Brian Robson could play anywhere, left-back. Centre-back, you know, he's playing off the centre-half, was without question his best position. He could read the game well, he was a good header of the ball, he was a good tackler. But he was too valuable as a midfield player. Yeah to put him in that position. Because my memory of Brian Robson was that he, he was box to box, it was energy, he could, he could cover so much ground. Well, he did, well, he did that, but yeah. he could play. You know, he, he, he wasn't a Bobby Charlton, but he was a great tackler of the ball, he could win the ball well, he could read the game well, he was a good header of the ball, and he'd get you a few goals. You know, we played Ipswich one night, haven't had, taken a hiding from Ipswich in those days with Bobby Robson, 7-0 uh, at Ipswich on my birthday. Uh, and f- five weeks, six weeks later, we played him at West Brom and beat him 4-0. Right. And Brian scored a hat-trick from midfield, yeah. right? So he was too, if I was picking the best position for Brian Robson, I'd pick him up playing off the centre half, could do it in his sleep. But he was too valuable a player to, as a midfield player to do it. And Rice is in the same, I'll put him in the same position as that. Yeah. To play at the back for Rice. Is it not a very different skill set playing as it's a central it, defender well, it, and as a box to box midfielder? It's easier. It's easier. If you're playing the centre half position, right? First of all, and you've got the attributes to win the ball in the air and tackle and read the game. It's a doddle for these guys, for Robson and, and, and Rice, if, if you wanted them to do it. But when you're playing in midfield and he can do his stuff in midfield and score a goal, it's like if you're going on the transfer, buying two players, right? 
for 70, say 70 million yeah. nowadays, and you had one that was a, a specialised centre-half, and somebody like Rice who can do it in both positions, you'd go for the guy who can do it in both positions. Because if you put Rice back in the middle of the back four, it'd be easy for him now. He's got everything in front of him. You don't have to be creative. You win the ball, you're marking people. It's, it's not an easy, don't get me wrong, it's not an, but it's a much easier position than playing in the middle of the field. And a good centre-half would be, on the, on, the, on the transfer market, would be worth X amount. A good midfield player of equal ability yeah. would be much more expensive. And, and you go that down to centre-forward, goal scorers are more expensive, because it's a more difficult game. The further you go up the pitch in football, the more difficult it is to play. So he can play, he's playing and playing exceptionally well in the middle of the field. But I wouldn't be surprised at some stage... Well, England are not well off if he does go with England. Uh, for us, he'd definitely be playing in the middle of the field. Well, Mick McCarthy said that he wants to no build his team question around about him. it. Now, if he plays for England, don't be surprised if he plays in the back four. Yeah. Because if they have midfield, but they don't have anybody as good as him in the midfield. Anyway, that's how valuable he is. He's a big, strong lad. He's mobile. He's a good football brain. Passes the ball well. Gets you the odd goal. And I keep hearing me mentioned as the defensive midfield player. He's very good defensively, but he can get forward as yeah. well. Like I, I, as you know, I don't agree with the, the term. designated mm. uh, holding midfield player because most of them are not expected. This lad does that and plays. Well, he said Pellegrini had been at him about getting forward more and yeah, scoring more goals. Scoring more goals. What's wrong with it? Because you I guess probably even for younger players coming through, when they hear this defensive midfield term, they can probably feel quite comfortable. They don't need to take as many risks. It's easy to be a defensive they, midfielder. They don't take any risks. Yeah, they don't want the ball. I've seen it. I mean, I take the. I know he's, he's, he plays for Dyer, for example. Dyer does what, he's, and the managers obviously expect him mm. to do that. But as long as he could get on the ball, I said, no, I'm the defensive midfield player. I sit back. And the only time he comes into the game is when you lose the ball. But if you get forward at the right time, you don't lose the ball anyway. And lucky enough, I don't think Pellegrini is not into it quite the mid, like he knows. Of course, he's a, good, he's a good defender, Rice. It doesn't stop you getting forward at the right time, Nathan. That's what he's doing. In other words, he's an all-round player, a bit like Kante at Chelsea, and his best when he was playing in the middle field. Now, he, he, nobody won the ball more than he did, yeah. but he got forward. He didn't sit behind the defenders and let them, let them get on with it. Like that's huge praise for some, somebody who, I think he turned 20 on Monday. Yeah, yeah. When you're looking at players of that age, and you've always said you know, players should automatically get better, particularly midfield players, their yes. awareness, everything should yes. improve yeah. as they get older. When yeah. you look at a player at 19, 20 playing at that level, yeah. what are you looking out for? What are the pointers that suggest he's going to go on and, and achieve the greatness well, that people well, want him to? First of all, he looks for the ball. He takes responsibility for it. And then when he does get the ball, he's well able to use it. And he scored a goal last week, and I don't think he will score more goals. When he doesn't have the ball, he wins a lot of tackles and, and disrupts the, the opposition. What more do you want? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'd pay 50 million for him now because I'm thinking four or five years' time, he's going to be worth double that. He's just a top-class player. That if we can get him, would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, and hope, make, hope, hope we do get him. And we've got Redmond mentioned in, in it. And I think what Mick is doing very well, he, he seems to be getting around players that we didn't go for before. Like he seems to know Redmond. I, didn't, I never heard of Redmond being any way associated with us. Yeah, yeah, his mother we was saw him coming London. on last night. Did you see him in the match? Yeah, he scored a great goal. Very good. What, what, wouldn't he be great for us? Yeah. We had Redmond and... and, and, and uh, well, it, change, it, it changes the entire outlook for probably the next five, ten years if Declan Rice declares for Ireland. Oh, definitely. No, I'd go for him. I, mean, I think he's, if you say he's worth 50 million now, I think in two or three years' time, you can only get better and be worth more. I, I think he's, he's, I think he's, he's a terrific prospect. Well, he's more than a prospect now. I think he's a real player. He's very young. He's mobile. He's big. He can tackle. He can score a goal. He can he do all the things that midfield players want to do. So you don't have him... 
if somebody said, what sort of a midfield player is he? I'd say he's a midfield player. You know? Yeah. He's not a designated uh, holding midfielder. Because the thing about the holding midfield, I know I keep going on about it, Nathan, and, and I hear all the pros and all saying it, he allows the other midfield players to go forward. Now, that's the biggest load of nonsense going. Where's the ball? Mm. Right? The midfield player gets forward in relation to where the ball is at the right time. They're not, they're not free to go forward. In other words, say that the midfield player, the whole midfield has it, and the two, the two players are allowed to go forward and they start running forward. And it's not the right thing to do. Yeah. You have to do the right thing. You know, so the, the designated holding, the three midfield players are midfield players. And they should be defending at the right time and attacking at the right time when there's, when there's, a prop, when there's an opportunity to do so. Yeah, a lot of praise for Declan Rice. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Just before we wrap up, uh, you're very good at um, bursting these urban myths from time to time. Last night we were talking about Bielsa and uh, the Spygate and things that go on in football. And somebody texted in saying that Don Revy, you sent flowers to the wives of referees before matches. Now that's exaggerated. That, that exaggerated or untrue? I never, I never heard of that. I mean, Don Revy was was was, was accused of loads of things. <laughs> <laughs> but Don 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 Revy was a Yorkshireman. I don't think he'd be sending flowers to anybody, not even his wife. No, I never heard that, uh, Nathan. I mean, you do hear a lot of things that Don Revy was supposed to have done, but that wasn't one of them. Uh, but uh, you know, Don Don's attention to detail at the time was uh, uh, beyond the other managers. Now, I played for Don. I always felt that was exaggerated. Right. To be honest. Not that he did it, but he did do it, but I thought his emphasis on the, on the opposition was exaggerated, you know? And I was a great admirer of Don's, but when you're a player, you, well, I, in my opinion, you let the manager get on with it. But I remember playing in a match against, I think it was Sheffield United, right? And uh, Don used to have a meeting on a Friday, and Sheffield United did this, and Sheffield United did that, Sheffield United did that. And I remember, see, I came to Manchester United, and I was walking out with Norman Hunter, Norman, is that the same Sheffield team we hammered 6-0 five weeks ago? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, again, just to go back to Don, see, when I went to Leeds first, it was a very, very young team. Norman Hunter, Paul Greeny and all the attention to detail was, was brilliant and essential. But when we got, that was in 63. When we got to 68, 69, Norman Hunter and these lads were six or seven years older and really mature players. And I think Don being so close, didn't see it. Right. He didn't see us mature. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was still worrying about the opposition rather yeah. than just trusting it. Yeah, and, and, and there was a great example of that. Now, and I'm a great admirer of Don's. He was one of the great managers. At Christmas time of 1971, uh, we, were, we went in the chase for the league. We were fourth or fifth. Mm. And I remember Don having the meeting. He said, right, forget about the league. Forget about it. We're going for the cup as soon as the cup starts in January. We had the best spell that we had. That was the time in Southampton we beat 7-0. Yeah. And beat Manchester United 5-1 the week before. The, 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 you won we, the cup. We won the cup. And we beat, won the we're beaten, and we're beaten by Wolves. Yeah. We needed a point to win. But what I'm saying is, Don said, right, forget about it. Just go out and play. Which we did. You know what I mean? Pressure off. And there was no... Because... But, but to be fair to Don, he was, he, he, what he did with the young lads in the first place was absolutely brilliant. But there was a stage... Like, in, like with Matt Busby, right, out you go and play. Don said, right, forget about the league, we're going for the cup, and that's it, go out and play. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. John, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, Nathan. 
All right, that'll all be up on offtheball.com. Up next, we're talking about the new rules in Gaelic football with Declan Bonner and Turlock O'Brien. Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by the Boyle Sports app. Cash out and in-play betting available in the App Store and Google Play Store.